Inside Source Welcome to Inside Source, Source Fabric's guide to the stories and people making the news worldwide. I'm Adam Thomas, and for the first of two exclusive dispatches, we head to Georgia, where a small but dedicated handful of publications are committed to covering the stories of the day, including recently a remarkable espionage accusation placed on several leading photojournalists. The country of Georgia was declared independent of the USSR on the 9th of April 1991, and its modern history has not been an easy one. In 2007, turmoil once again appeared in the form of large street protests in the capital Tbilisi against poverty, rising living costs, and alleged corruption in the government. In more recent times, relations with Russia have been tense, especially with regards to the separatist regimes in Abkhazia and South Ossetia. The media's role in this country is a crucial one. Sitting at the heart of Eurasia, with histories and interests in both Europe and Asia, Georgia remains to this day an uncertain country for independent journalists. Douglas Arulanes is our man in Tbilisi. This is Douglas Arianas. I'm the director of clients and services at Source Fabric, and I'm in Tbilisi, Georgia. Uh, I've been here with my friend and colleague Jakub Gornitsky all week. Uh, we've been working on various projects to assist uh, different media organizations in their transition to digital. One of the things that uh, is interesting about working in Georgia is that it's a place where uh, it's not exactly the easiest to be a journalist. Uh, there's uh, quite a lot of difficulty, and that's one of the things that we're gonna be talking about in today's podcast. I've been talking with Eka Chitanava, who is a journalist for a magazine called Liberali. I'm from Tbilisi, uh, I'm 25 years old, and um, it's already two years that I'm working, more than two years that I'm working for Liberali. Um, now, now, what is Liberali? What is that? Uh, Liberali is a weekly uh, analytical magazine. Uh, it's, uh, it covers politics, uh, society, um, environmental issues, cultural issues, etc. So it's a weekly analytical magazine and independent magazine. Yeah, it's very important to underline in Georgia. I'm covering healthcare issues and also ethnic and religious minority issues. So it's Department of Society and uh, that's the department that I'm writing for. Now, what would an, uh, an average day look like for you? I mean. What time do people in Tbilisi wake up? Uh, actually, uh, Georgians are quite, well, it's a stereotype, but still are lazy and almost all shops and uh, department stores are open at, uh, I personally, at 10 or 11 o'clock. But it's also probably due to the heat as well, I mean. 
Uh, well, in summer, you may be, but it's not only, it's not seasonal issue. <laughs> it's <laughs> okay. not a seasonal issue. Like, yeah. So, first of all, on Monday, we usually have uh, morning meetings where we plan our work and uh, what we're going to cover and what we're going to write, etc. So we start our um, working day at 10 o'clock. How, how is the, the environment for journalists these days? I know that there were some photographers that were arrested here. Yeah. Um, is it difficult to be a journalist? Um, there are some problems. For example, this uh, issue you mentioned about uh, photog photographers, uh, we have still a lot of questions that uh, there are that are not answered. No one is going to answer, and some there are some stories that we can't investigate for some, some because sometimes we can't get information, public information. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, I was, for example, once uh, researching um, the issue of uh, uh, property which belongs to a patriarch and uh, so I was... Uh, the, the patriarch is the head of the church, right? Yeah, head okay. of the church and patriarchy. So some uh, property were just uh, transferred to patriarchy without uh, any payment. Mm -hmm. uh, and I was just uh, researching um, uh, the information, which property, uh, what kind of buildings. I couldn't get this information. So there were... Uh, I, I, I was waiting for a month, two months, then I was... Uh, I just told them that I will sue them. <laughs> so then they gave me some kind of information, but it was not still uh, like full information. It's uh, it's always like uh, like big issue to have interview with someone with interior ministry or something. So this um, the public information is not really you you don't have free access to public information. Investigative stories uh, are rarely done. There are, but still, uh, reporters who are working in that area so always have problems. They always struggle with it. I'm walking around right now in Tbilisi, and it's a really interesting place. It's a study in contrasts. Uh, the place is ancient and ultra-modern. Uh, there are uh, really old, sort of dilapidated buildings, and then right next to it you get super, super modern-looking things that are all lit up with LEDs. Uh, you have traditional Georgian music that's played on Casio tones and played at ear-splitting volumes. Um, you have uh, really, really poor people, uh, cheek by jowl, with, uh, with people who are quite wealthy. Um, and that's just part of the charm of the place. Okay, we mentioned a little bit about these photographers. What was the story? There was like one of the guys was the president's photographer and... Yeah, one of the guys were president's photographers. So four photographers were detained and uh, initially five photographers, then one was released. They were blamed uh, in the espionage. So the photographers were being, including the president's photographer, were blamed for espionage? Uh, so the uh, Kurtzikidze, who was the like main uh, detainee, uh, how to say, the main uh, figure who was the uh, like main player in this uh, espionage scheme. So he was to blame and others were collaborators. So yeah, they were blamed. They were blamed. So, so the issue is that Interior Ministry revealed some kind of information. They said that we have documents where there are some, uh, I mean, calls and also we have documents which prove that they are, uh, that Kurtzukidze 
was involved in this espionage, espionage scheme, uh, but they said that it's uh, secrecy and we can't reveal all the all kind of information that we have. And there were some protests and rallies, journalists organized these rallies and they were re requesting for getting more information and also they had meetings including Liberali uh, journalists, they uh, report, uh, Liberali editor uh, had the meeting with uh, the Ministry of in, uh, in, uh, Interior. So the president's photographer is accused of being a spy. Who's he spying for? Russia, of course, Russia. So they're put in jail. These four photographers are put in jail. Mm -hmm. And how long were they in jail? Three weeks or something. I don't, not to mm -hmm. be not, mm -hmm. uh, I don't remember accurately. But uh, so they were, we, uh, then we had, we were trying to have some interview with one of the, uh, there was Kortsikita, for example, so he refused because he, he's released. Kortsikita is the yeah, president's photographer. No, no, he's no. not president's photographer. Okay. He's uh, EPA, he was uh, EP, uh, EPA, mm -hmm. uh, reporter for EPA, EPA's photographer. Uh, he was the central kind of figure. Uh, and he was released uh, without bail. He mm -hmm. was just released without. He didn't. He, he didn't have to pay any money, mm -hmm. and uh, it was very uh, strange. Sometimes uh, you have to pay. Uh, I mean, thousands and thousands of lari for theft or other kinds of crime. But now it was really a serious issue. In support of these photographers, there were big street protests yeah. here in Tbilisi, right? How big were they? Were the protests? Uh, mainly journalists were protesting, mostly they were requiring to get more information and uh, that it's uh, make uh, transparent. It's about journalists' case and that's why it's very important to know every detail and why it's secret information and we have uh, just to have access to the same information. For myself, for example, I had a kind of impression that uh, you might be a spy and, and you can, you sometimes even may don't know that you are a spy and you are just telling your, you are just calling your friend maybe in Moscow and telling some information. For example, there is president's rallying in front of parliament or something and you might be blamed to be a spionage. So that's why it was very important what kind of information, why they were spies. Uh, it was very important for journalists, for public, for for all, for all of us. Then what happened? Uh, it was, uh, so ministry dis disseminated several videos, video clips, and they were confessing that they are, they were spies. Kurtzikidze said that mm -hmm. I am a spy, and that's, that's why they were, then they were released. So the, the photographers were uh, they acknowledged. They, they acknowledged on video that they were spies. Kurtzki did not. Other photographers, there were recordings of other mm. photographers, but uh, no one, I know, Kurtzki said that uh, they did not tell him mm. to, like, to say this on videotape. Mm. Uh, and so they, then he was released. He told that, you know, it doesn't matter whether I will be released after I mean, 10 years or eight years, and uh, with the, this label of spy, or I'm released now. I'm a journalist, so I'm not really convinced in uh, anyone's uh, innocence. Mm -hmm. I can't say whether, I just need yeah. information. That's my job. So, but as I also remember, there were the, they sent in the riot police against the journalists, right? I mean, there were journalists who were beaten up during the protests, uh, yeah, right? Uh, uh, 
there were opposition rallies and some journals okay. were covering this rallies. There were, yeah, the journals were even net gazette journals, mm -hmm. including it's one of uh, our media, online media, um, say, um, news uh, website. And uh, so some journalists from Net Gazette and also other journalists were beaten during the protests. But there are different protests then. There were protests in support of the photographers, and then there were the protests no, in May. No, they were not beaten uh, okay. during uh, uh, photographers. Uh, I mean, uh, it was opposition rally after 26 May night. So uh, opposition was gathered. Uh, opposition parties were gathered in front of uh, Parliament building, and journalists were just covering, and there were. Some clashes because they want to dis, uh, disperse. Uh, special forces wanted to disperse the opposition rally, and there were some clashes. And just journals were covering this. It was at night, and some of them were beaten during the mm -hmm. protest. And then uh, our government uh, apologized for this. How long do you think it will take before Georgian media starts to really evolve? I mean, will it be something that will happen really quickly or? Well, the first thing is that sometimes we're intimidated, sometimes we have some problems, but also there is another issue of professionalism. And you can blame anyone in the government for not being ethical or something. Mm -hmm. And we don't have here in Georgia very long, like, uh, the history of journalism and independent media. Uh, that's why, you know, some journalists lack, uh, I mean, some ethical standards, of course, uh, knowledge. And so you can blame anyone when you are publishing an inaccurate information. There is just one, uh, I mean, one media school, maybe not one, but one of the best, it's JIPA, mm -hmm. uh, Georgia Institute of Public Affairs. So uh, it's one place where you can get some uh, uh, kind of knowledge about journalism and reporting. Uh, for full disclosure, we're sitting in one of the classrooms at JIPA <laughs> <laughs> here, here in Tbilisi. Yeah, so here, and uh, so I couldn't, I could learn, first I couldn't get any knowledge in uh, where, where I was in, um, getting my bachelor's degree. And that's the problem, maybe, I um, mean, education, better education and training. Um, sometimes uh, what, I, what I see that is that journalists are biased and it's kind of, um, how to say, uh, organic issue or something, mm -hmm. because sometimes there no one is there is uh, like there is no one to criticize them. That was Ika Chitanava, journalist at Liberali, in conversation with Source Fabrics Douglas Aralanis. For more information on Georgia and the work Sourcefabric are doing with several of the country's leading independent publications, visit sourcefabric.org or tune in next time for more inside stories from Ika and Doug. I'm Adam Thomas. This is Inside Source. Thanks for listening.